Welcome back to the 98 Series Podcast, everybody. Um, my name is Jack Turner, and this is... Zach Liston. And this is a little bit of a different episode where we're not interviewing somebody, but we are instead just kind of talking to each other. That is out. that is true. Zach, talking about. roll the music. start this is kind of a first for us we've never i've never i don't Talking know why this feels so much weirder never than interviewing somebody. To you. <laughs> usually one of us is i know you so much better than behind the, the interviewee i know but i mean it's fun to talk to you i hope so i hope so too let's make a podcast um i think we wanted to do this episode mainly to kind of i don't know change the format up a little bit and um, also kind of add some context context to the studio and what we've been up to and kind what of how is, we got started. What is 98 Studios? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's honestly the question. What is 98 Studios and how we kind of get started? Um, I can start or do you want to start? I guess just start at... Start at where we met, how we met? How we met. I mean, yeah. Not texting me back for a double date. Did I actually do that? Yeah, I thought I had the wrong number. Oh, shit. Texas What Sabrina. did I say? Nothing. I didn't say anything? <laughs> nothing. What did you text? I said, let's go on a double date. And, and I just didn't say anything? Nothing. What number was it? The number I currently have? Probably wrong number. Yeah, it must have been. Never Maybe got. I just didn't respond. I don't know. It's okay. Before that, our wives are friends, and they... Both lived in LA. My girlfriend. Oh, can't commit. <laughs> it's I not, can't commit. <laughs> this is not that podcast. <laughs> not that conversation. But whenever we meet each other, whenever we meet people, we say wives. It's just easier. It's okay. Just anyway, easier. our our wives knew each other. Yes, our wives both lived. Oh my gosh, girlfriend and wife lived yeah. in LA. Don't get it twisted. I'm sorry. And um, my wife was doing acting and your girlfriend was doing fashion yeah, sienna and sabrina in case you don't know them um yes yeah, i was doing fashion um and they just met i mean we don't need to get in how they met but that's how we know each other because they both are from here so yes when covid you guys might have heard of this but it was pretty much all over the world covid19 kobe as my grandpa kobe. calls it kobe <laughs> Um, brought everyone home. And so then we were all together and it's that yeah. awkward moment where your wife's make your husband's make hang, you out, hang with out with each, each other. other. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason I know any of my current friends is from Sienna's friends. That's and what happens. So, yeah. We were forced to hang out around each other. And I guess that's how the that friendship started really. Said, what, what do you do? <laughs> What do you what do you like? Um and, hi. And uh, yeah, that is the worst. I don't know why <laughs> meeting like your significant other's friends like husband is so much weirder than like meeting someone naturally, but it's just like an awkward moment. And then it worked out. It worked out though. I don't I don't find you awkward anymore. I still think I'm very awkward, especially in this in moment. This setting <laughs> right here. Specifically on Talking. a podcast is so much is so awkward, but 
but you were doing, I guess let's go back to that conversation. You were doing, um, I was doing, I was an editor on a TV show for, I guess four years. And when we met, I was still doing it. And that show was called random acts on BYU TV. I was just the assistant editor pretty low down, but that's really how I got started. I mean, low down in the um, like post post production. Don't side downplay of things. it. I mean, it was pretty low, <laughs> but and it's a super low television show. But it was fun, and I learned a lot in that. Anyway, that's how I got started in that sort of industry, and uh, honestly, what kind of kickstarted my love for it, as well as just being in like loving that industry beforehand. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I started, and. Yeah, when we met, I was still still doing that job. And I was editing for myself in my bedroom. Yeah. So I mean different. It's about as good as it gets. Um, I had come from playing in a bunch of different bands and playing in high school mm-hmm. and always performing. Yeah. And then when we met, I was about five, four and a half years into the audio side of learning engineering and producing and wanting to make music my career and going away from the normal like Mm -hmm. playing live yeah and you had and you had been you i mean you'd been a part of that band for how long pretty much all of high school i've played with um my friend alec throughout all of them okay so um and a few of the buddies throughout so yeah since since like ninth, tenth grade. I mean, then, I think honestly, one of the because Mr. Jones wasn't all of high school. No, it was originally a band called Silver, and then moved to okay. a band called Colors in the Basement, which lasted a I've long heard time. Of that. Yeah, and then through that was Mr. Jones, and then yeah. Mr. Jones kind of still exists. We still play together. Yeah, uh-huh. see each other, and but I think that's the jam. first time that concert you had in your grandma's loft or whatever the heck mm-hmm. it is. Um, was the first time I'd ever seen you play, which was pretty cool. I mean, there are a lot of people I don't usually hang out with at that point, but it was Same. cool regardless. <laughs> was a lot of people I didn't know either, but yeah. yeah. I think I didn't necessarily fun. know exactly what you did until I went to that concert. I was like, what does this guy actually do? <laughs> I was like, oh, he's a really good musician. That's what he does. Thank you. Yes, but unfortunately that is... Bands are tricky because you have to have five, six people, yeah, like ready to make that their whole lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm, totally. and that's very tricky. So I had, as well as playing, just learned, producing, watching everything I could to learn yeah. to make music and uh, try and make it into career. I think so. that's kind of how we like are very similar. Is that we both kind of got into? I mean, like being in a band is not necessarily how you got into music, but definitely what probably I'd say, maybe you For were sure. opened yeah. your eyes to like the whole world of production of music and yeah. music production, all that jazz. And for me into um, like the film industry and the TV industry, it was editing. And that's how I got interested. I mean, obviously we were both interested before all that stuff, but um, were you interested in their career film? Started. That's careers, but taking it back before that, before that. Yeah. I mean, always interested in film. Always, always like a big part of my life. I think films are, and just movies in general. Sometimes I hate calling them films because it's such like a douchey way to say movie. <laughs> just movies say movie. are just, I think, a big way f- for you to like 
I mean, it's going to sound so lame, but express like, add, like feel emotions that you almost like don't know how to express because it can be expressed through like a visual media medium. And that's sometimes a little bit easier than saying those emotions out loud. And so I think that's why I've always been attracted to film in like kind of like a passion sort of way. Exact same reason I did music. Yeah. It's just easier to communicate something through visual and for you through audio. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, it took a while before, I mean, literally 98 as it is now is about a year old mm-hmm. and um, we've known each other for like two and a half years now. Yeah. Yeah. And it a long time really started as me coming to you as a band looking for yeah, a, a music, video. music video. Yeah. And that was that Mr. Jones, which is so much fun to shoot. And the first music video I'd ever sh- shot shit. shit. I'd ever shit. Um, the first music video I had ever shot, which was daunting, but I mean, it was so much fun to shoot. But you're ready to just like stay up all night. You're like, well, mm-hmm. let's just get it done. So we'll go to like three, four in the morning. So cool. Yeah. And so much fun. I was like, oh, you get it. Mm-hmm. You get that it just, you just kind of go, just go, and go, I think go. That's go. a big thing. Like, I mean, with all creators, it's just like as you're creating, it's it's not it doesn't feel like work. It's just like oh, this is like fueling me so much that it's like why would I not stay up till three, four a.m. just keep doing it? And you really get to separate like who really loves it and trying to yeah. do it for another reason. Yeah, man, like if someone's be... just doing it for money, then there's not like that passion there as someone who would just do it for fun and for free. Yeah. Um. That being said. It is nice to get paid. <laughs> that being said, we need money. We so, need money, so um, hit, hit me up on Venmo. Um, so we came together on yeah. just a random conversation of like, what are your plans? I was working at FedEx at the time. And I was still working at, my voice is correct. I'm, I was still working at um, BYU. BYU TV. And I was like, I'm planning on opening a production studio, um, doing music, recording. Yeah. Uh, making like my real passion is film score, doing background music for movies and ads and just composing music. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to, I was looking at places with my grandpa to uh, build a studio. And at that same time, you're like, well, I'm trying to open up trying film. to do the same thing, trying to, or just in on the film side, just trying to, and like the kind of content creation side, trying to open a like media studio and yeah. trying to do that that whole thing. Um, and yeah, kind of just was a natural fit. I think, I think immediately we both kind of knew like, Oh, as soon as you said, I think honestly, the first thing you talked about was doing podcasts together yeah. and that was kind of going to be it. And I think from there it just kind of developed into a, like, Oh, why would we not just like combine our talents and make a all in one studio? Yeah, and then our other friend Tanner, who's manning the man on the levels right now. The levels uh, is the photographer. Say what up, maybe. What up, fam? There he is. There it is. And so there's brought brought him in on photography. So there's photography upstairs as well. So just just this place where we could all all do like create, if you come in, much. create. 
Yeah. If you come in and you love music, there's a good chance you also love photography. Yeah. There's a good chance you love film. Yeah. And to have it all in one place was so important of like build a environment and a community of a studio that's not really seen in Utah where totally. someone's ready to do yeah all of those things. Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing was kind of like wanting to create a community of creators that were passionate about passionate and to ha- to be able to come to a place where everything's all in one area so that no matter what they wanted to do or like what someone what some brand wants to create it's yeah. very easy f- they don't have to like go to a bunch of different places to create that thing it's all in house it's all done in house so it um yeah i mean that ad- idea definitely like evolved over time and i think we definitely got to that point but like I was saying in the beginning, it was just podcast and we just wanted to do it. And you're like in my bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> we were setting up 98 Definitely in my spare bedroom of my apartment. And we're like, okay, so the vision is we'll put my desk will be here. the desk right here. And then if we get the mics in the closet and run the stuff <laughs> out, we should have enough room to bring people in. Oh, it just was, it it's, moved. To, so fun. I mean, literally it was about the size of this this podcast this setup podcast setup right here yeah which is like which is one of many which is like come on like we don't i mean i think the idea was to hopefully have a podcast setup where people were, could record but the space was so small and it just was not going to work and then no. we and then we were but we move. were pumped we were pumped i mean <laughs> then you're we're like gonna make it my work. parents have a garage we can set garage. it up in a garage the garage doesn't have electrical, but we'll put electrical in. Oh, the, the garage the garage doesn't have plumbing, but we could put plumbing in. Uh, the yeah. garage doesn't have insulation, and it's the dead of winter, and it's freezing in there. Wait a second. The garage doesn't have windows. Oh, the garage doesn't have windows. The garage needs a lot of things. So transition from that bad idea to uh, remodeling a home with the help of my dad and many friends. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, learning he'd come in and show us how to do a wall and we'd finish that. So a lot of 98 is, as you see it, this is a podcast setup, Um, and it's in one corner of the house, but there's four that exist in 98 mm-hmm. and um, they're all different setups. And then uh, throughout we have the film and audio and video sides. Yeah, I've got of my it. desk set up and his desk. And then obviously, like you said before, photography is set up upstairs. Yeah. But it's really come together in the last yeah. year. We just kept, I mean, I kept wish, pushing. I'm sure we have a photo that we can like throw up of like what the space looked like before and what it looks like now, Yeah, but it's so much different. And, and we show people and they're like, Oh, that's a sweet old school vibe. We're like, it's like well, <laughs> we the picture looks lot, a lot better than we did a lot of work to get it. Yeah. The picture looks much better than it actually was down here. It was dark, dreary and kind of a bummer. Yeah. But it's been awesome to be able to bring people in as well as just, we have this podcast mm-hmm. that me and you are doing and yeah. um, a couple other podcasts that we uh, produce for other people. And um, it's awesome to my desk is right there and I can yeah. make music and then mm-hmm. come to you and say, can you make a video for me real quick for this? This yeah. is the vibe of it. And to be able to just do that has been so, so yeah. cool. I mean, even for me, just being able to like have a space is so much different than, cause my desk was just used to be set up in my room and having a space that you can go to that like 
is like separated from where you this is where I work. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, this is where I work. Such a big difference. And it feels like such a better place to like make something and create something than like, Oh, my bed's right there. I mean, I'll go take a nap for a minute. (laughs) I'm really tired. No, but it's been cool to keep each other in check of totally like that motivation has not stopped. Mm -mm. Yeah. Since that day that we're like, okay, let's do it. Let's make it up. You're four months ago. And it's just keeps, it's crazy that, our expectation of it and where we want to take it is like a lot bigger than this. And we've been yeah. trying to see like how we can keep growing it, but take a step back a year ago. It's so cool. So much. Yeah. I, that's, I think that's kind of like the weirdest thing about all this is like what that idea, like kind of what 98 has like spawned from. It's like so much like, I mean, I know it feels very like small at the moment and we want it to be so much bigger, but like, it's grown so much since that like initial starting point. And that's been really cool to see. It's been fun. And yeah. the pot, as far as like this podcast itself, these are all people that we would have loved to take to lunch and yeah, learn about exactly. what they do and their friends and people in the industry. And just, you said that, th- that thing, I mean, you said it a lot, but it's like, m- most of the time people go out to like a business lunch, or, like yeah. to like meet and like talk about just like what business is like and what the industry is like. And kind of the idea is like, well, if we just have this studio, then why would we not just record it? We would so sit here people. anyways. Yeah, exactly. And there's no reason to try and hide it. That community of these are our secrets and mm-hmm. we're trying to take them out to like, yeah. see how we can get ahead. Seems like it does. It's so old no school. good. Yeah. Yeah. That way of thinking of like, well, I got to like keep my cards close to my chest. Just like is old school. And, um, and honestly, I feel like what we've seen is that people are very willing to give their knowledge and like want to share that, which has been really cool. Almost all of the people that we've interviewed are people that are already either very successful, very successful or at the end yeah. of the career. Totally. Of like they've done it their whole time and they've seen everything and how fast media moves and how fast music moves and like to stay with that Mm -hmm. it seems like you have to like there's information on youtube and these podcasts and videos Mm -hmm. and just the more information that you can get there's no reason to hold that and so we've just tried to put that out and say how did you do it and um try and learn as we go as well what advice exactly i think that's another cool thing is that it's like been nice to because obviously we don't know everything we're very young we don't i mean i try to think i know everything but we have an opinion about everything (laughs) geniuses (laughs) um yes but it's been nice to like i mean some of the people that we have interviewed specifically i mean jim and kurt hale who have both been in the industry a long time um that I mean, that's been like crazy to hear stories from them and like what their journey through, especially the Utah film industry has been like, is like crazy. And so that's, I think just hearing those stories from creatives has been like a blessing that this podcast and I guess studio has huh. bestowed upon myself and you. So moving forward, just to like give an explanation of what the podcast hopefully is is just Mm -hmm. more of those conversations of totally people we're interested in and people that like we've done bigger like people that are successful in the career so far but really just anybody that anybody that is passionate about anything 
is an interesting conversation. Yeah. I and think that's the biggest thing is we just want passionate people on the podcast. And yeah. luckily there's a lot of people in Utah that are very passionate about what they do. Yeah. It's, it will be interesting to see where it goes. Um, on the topic of podcasts, mm-hmm. if you were to visit our Instagram, it looks like we're just a podcast. Yeah. Uh, 98 studios is not just a podcast. Yeah. It's a lot more. It's a ton more. And I think both me and you are very passionate about what we do. And we just wanted to create 98 as a place for creators and brands to come together and create really high quality content. Yeah. Whether that be the music that I'm doing or the films that you're creating, there's yeah. a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Uh, we both have private ins or not private, but separate Instagrams, yeah, personal Instagrams, yeah. personal Instagrams that show that stuff. And a lot more of that will be brought on to 98's page. Totally. Um, on my personal Instagram, I've been doing, I saw this thing, 10,000 hour challenge. Mm-hmm. Everyone's seen it. It's yeah. if you're doing something 10,000 hours, you're proficient in that thing. Yeah. Uh, and I mapped out it's a lot of hours, how many hours I'd be, how much time it would take. And it is uh, four hours every day for nine and a half years. Damn. And I said, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. Um, and keep myself accountable to do that. And yeah. so day one, I just put on my music Instagram, Zachary Lane, mm-hmm. plug, shout out to me. Give me a follow <laughs> if you want to see me post every single day. Um, day one, here's me making some music. Yeah. And today is day 307. So it's crazy. Kept myself accountable. How many days left? It's a math on that. Uh, I don't know. A lot. A lot left. A but lot. Hey. And it's not always a song, but for the most part, it's, I write a song every single day. Yeah. And if I don't have time, then at least I'm in the studio doing something, just making something, just making something, creating. We yeah. have, we have the ability to always be creating stuff. Literally. Yeah. And there's no reason why we shouldn't. And so it's just been cool. Uh, I love music. Yeah. And I've just been, just been doing that. And you feel like the, that, challenge has like helped you learn a lot more about that side of like oh for sure for sure it's it's easy to like every once in a while grab a guitar and sing a song and yeah say yep i'm still doing music (laughs) it was easy for me to (laughs) post something and then not touch music for a couple months yeah i get that and then anywhere i'd go people know that i do music and they'd say Oh, how's music? What things are you working on? And oh, it's great, but yeah. nothing really showing this is what I'm doing. Totally. And until I started doing it every day, and I was doing it every day for the most part a little bit, but I think sometimes I just was like, eh, I have nothing. I think it's nothing. kind of easy to fall into that trap as not even a trap, but just like that regimen as a, a creative of like, oh, like, I mean, I would do it. It's like I would touch my camera for like, a l- especially while I was editing. Cause I was so like editing for BYU. I was so busy that I didn't really get enough time to like do my own stuff. Yeah. And so I think it's easy to just kind of like pick up like, like a, a, for me, pick up that camera, shoot something and be like, Oh, that was fun. And then not touch it for like a month, two months. For like, sure. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. But doing it, I've seen, I just keep getting better and better. And still a long ways to go, but I can yeah. confidently be like, like a lot of the music that I'm doing are for projects for other people. Yeah. 
sometimes it's not sometimes it's just for me but there's no one saying there it used to be let me play something that i like kind of look good in or Uh that is catchy or is the trend right now yeah and now it's like film score like Uh i just write i'm obsessed with like synth Mm -hmm. and uh justin vernon is my favorite artist he's the lead singer for bon and if anyone doesn't know who he is, I'm Damn, that's sorry. A, that's not that's a band, not a person. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. So Bon Iver, if you know them by that. Uh but Justin Vernon just Damn, he gets like it's okay. <laughs> he he is a singer songwriter that has like really, really deep lyrics, but just produces so well and takes the weirdest sounds. Yeah. And I've just been really inspired to be like all the rules that I heard about, you should do this. You should record this way. This is how it goes. Yeah. I took my grandpa's tape machine that he hauled around on his mission mm-hmm. and have just been running stuff on tape that music world, you probably shouldn't be doing yeah. or it doesn't follow the structure of the song. And I've just been running since different ways and doing patches, not how you normally would. Yeah. And there's no one to say anything other than I'm just finding what is my style of music Mm -hmm. and hopefully out of the 10,000 hours or whatever I'm trying to accomplish is I find, Oh, that's sex. Like you find your style kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What people like for me and you can run through, I highlight all of them so you can go through and there's no hiding. Yeah. There's, from day one to 307, once it's posted, yeah, that day is gone and you can go see that, oh, maybe he was trying to figure something out that didn't quite work on that day. Or like yeah. last night, I played a guitar riff that I seriously could not figure out how I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just posted it and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that's another thing that is it's really just hard cool. for people to get, especially creatives to get past is just the, like, just post it. Just like, post it because, like you, especially, I'm, I keep saying this, but especially as creatives, like it almost feels like everything needs to be perfect all the time, and you have to really force yourself to get out of that rut of like, okay, it's not perfect, but like it's only because I can see this one minuscule part that I don't love. That and guess what? No one sees. That. Yeah, no one sees editing other people's podcasts. I'm listening to audio, and I'm like so dialed in. And it drives me crazy. And I love doing that stuff. I love editing audio, but people don't see it. People don't see it. And And, everyone's figuring it out. And I think that's the thing is that like, it takes that very meticulous mindset of like, oh, we have to pick through this to make it sound good. But then as, and that's great for like clients and stuff like that. But as soon as it comes to your own content of like picking it apart, I think you're your biggest critic. And so just being able to post something every day has been, I mean, one crazy to watch and has it been like stressful at certain, certain points? It's, I l- work a lot of hours in the day and to always just be like, it brings you back to why am I doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And same on your side oh, on film. I mean, you can talk about it more, but just yeah. I've seen you're doing a lot of projects here and then still finding time to like, do something make your own stuff for reels or yeah always i mean making yesterday more i was doing like i mean yeah so i have like client work that i work on during the day 
which is fun and like super and like rewarding to work on because I get paid for it, which is nice. But um, like creating for yourself is different. And so yesterday I took like almost the whole day to try to learn Blender and I got almost nowhere with it. It's still very hard. It's, it's frustrating. But it's just kind of like those little things where you're like pushing yourself to learn something new. And it just, I think it keeps that like creative spark alive. And I mean, at least for me, and I think for you, that's super important. It's why we're doing it. And it's just been good to see like we really, at times I've wondered, is do I need to go be a sales bro or do I need to go do something Every else? Every day I think I'm like, okay, sh- do I want to make like 80K in a week or do I love doing this? <laughs> it's always been at the end of the day, if I can still yeah. play piano or still write a song, yeah, it's I am doing something that I truly love and can't wait to bring in more and more people as we grow 98. That to- love what they do whatever it is yeah. i'm ready to learn it, it doesn't always have to be people that are creative or just i mean anyone in that field of just loving what they do is so yeah. interesting and just keep doing what you will love to do over yeah. and over anything from that challenge that i've seen is just keep doing it yeah and, and don't that's what's give so up. like like magnetic about that energy of people that create things and people that are passionate is it's just, I mean, I said this in, I think Kurt's podcast is that like passion really shines through and it's like, it almost makes, especially for me, like seeing all these other people talk about how passionate they are. It like makes you more passionate about something you were already super passionate about. Yeah. People just drives that fire to just totally keep creating stuff, talking a ton about, me and mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing. Yeah, you see it every day. You. So I want to hear and everyone else uh, just give them an insight of what it is you're working on and working yeah. towards. Um, so one of my big goals this year and next year is creating more like short form documentaries. Um, lately, I've been getting really into like, I mean, storytelling is like a very overarching like theme and like what I'm passionate about. But lately documentary filmmaking and storytelling has been like a huge part of what's been driving me. And so uh, about like a week ago or two weeks ago, um, Sienna's mom did a big 29 29, like everything thing. And I shot a little short documentary yeah. thing for that. And that was been, that was so cool to do. And that was one of the first things that I'd ever kind of had full creative control on and that was very special and even though i butchered the audio during the interview you (laughs) saved it which has been nice um (laughs) but it's good that we work together exactly it's it it works out so that was like a huge thing for me to release it was i mean it's hard for me to release anything that has my whole name on it yeah and just because it's so personal and even though it took me like it wasn't even that big of a project. It's like a baby and you're like, Oh, I love this thing so much. Please. Nobody hate it. (laughs) Please. Please love this thing as much as I do. Um, even though it's so short. So, but that feeling that I got after releasing it was like, so like, I don't know, just, it felt really, really amazing. And so throughout the next couple, throughout this, the rest of this year, next year, I want to release at least 20 more 
short stories and short documentaries like that, that are just kind of like stories in my community and people that I'm close to about stuff that they're passionate about and stuff that's driving them. And is there a place that people can see? Yeah. If if you go to my YouTube and, or if you look at the link in link in our bio and my bio, um, it's, it's there. And I think it it turned out awesome. And just that story of like something that is for charity and inspiring. And she raised, she got her, the goal was to get $30,000 and she raised like 35 or something like that. I don't know. Some crazy amount of money, which is crazy. It's It's so much money. And she actually just texted me today and I might be going to Nepal to shoot like more of the documentary, which could be fun. That's very cool. So who knows? But I mean, that would be fun. (laughs) But you have a business. I do want to go go. to Nepal. (laughs) No, that's, that's very cool. So to kind of end things off, I think we want to open up like sort of like a questionnaire sort of Q and a kind of thing. And um, so if you have any questions or I don't know, yeah, if you have any questions for any of the guests that have happened and are going to happen every once in a while, me and Jack will film one that's just talking about upcoming things with the studio and what's going on. Totally. But mostly it'll be with guests. If you if you know somebody, if you are somebody that are somebody. needs to come on and talk, um, we we would love to talk to anybody. Yeah, just DM us. I think DM us. Uh, the email for the studio is admin at ninety eight studios co, or you can or either of our names at ninety eight studios co. Yep, reach nine, out to eight, us. Like the number ninety eight studio. I'll put it right here. Yep, right, right here. We'll see what it is. Um, and then just any questions we would love to be more interactive with the audience yeah, and, and kind of like the community that we hope to build. Yeah. So thank you for listening yes. to 98 studios podcast and Zach roll the end music. 98 studios.